0: kings and queens thanks for tuning in to the honeycomb collective podcast a space where men and women of color elevating together is the norm this podcast celebrates the winds and addresses the dark places often encountered throughout the black experience cultivating mental and emotional health and well-being i am your host Brittany harris a licensed social work therapist in baltimore maryland it's important to note this podcast should not be used as a substitute for regular relationships with a mental health clinician. Now, it's time to turn up your headphones and turn down all distractions. Welcome to the sweet safe space that is the Honeycomb Collective. peace peace kings and queens welcome back to the collective if you have been here before thanks for coming back and if you are a newcomer we welcome you with love to the sweet safe space that is the honeycomb collective at the same time there are rules yes honey rules rule number one always add honey on top of the tea. Spill the tea and let's have some good laughs, but add substance and value to the conversation as well. And if you can't, then refer to rule number two, which is what? Sip your tea quietly. And if you can't do either, then be prepared to be booted from the collective with the same love that we welcomed you in with hashtag gotta go you can still shop for crystals and come to yoga though so what's up y'all happy 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 Tuesday um I hope you guys had a great weekend I hope that you had a great week last week um let's see I don't really have a whole lot of small talk for y'all today I Who checked into Nellie and Ludacris verses? I know that that happened, or I think that that happened uh, this past week. I did not tune in. (laughs) The last verses that I tuned into was Miss Erica Badu and Miss Jill Scott. And that thing was out of this world. When I tell you those queens, it was just, that thing was amazing. My girl Badu, who is my spirit animal, um she was amazing Jill Scott was amazing I just I loved the whole thing um Erica was high though she was high as (laughs) crap it's not funny but it is it is funny but it ain't funny okay y'all know y'all know what I'm saying dang I don't always have to be politically correct And I'm not always going to be politically correct on this podcast. It's just not. It just ain't going to happen. Okay. It just ain't going to happen. But anyway, that was the last verses that I tuned into. I did not tune into Nelly and Ludacris. And I really have not even seen or heard a lot about it from my followers or the people that I follow rather on social media. So I don't know if maybe I'm just not following the right people to like stay up on the T with that specific thing but um yeah no I haven't seen anything about it so I mean I don't know y'all let me know was it good like what like I don't know I just wasn't that interested I know and I I like Nelly and I like Ludacris like as artists but not enough to sit through their verses Mm, I just nah I'm good on that but I do want to know how it went. So, y'all let me know. What I am interested in, though, is Snoop Dogg um, basically not really challenging, but like, you know, saying that if he does a versus, he wants to go up against Jay Z. Now, I am here for that. That thing would be epic. I'm here for that. Who y'all repping? East Coast? West Coast? Y'all let me know. I'm a West Coast girl, and I love Jay. However, I am soon to be a West Coast girl. At some point, (laughs) I'm making my way to California. I love, 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 love California. The Cali vibes are just so dope like if you have if if you've never been to California you need to go and visit like California is just it's everything it's just the vibes right the vibes are just so like chill and so laid back and that's pretty much who I am so and maybe that's why I love it so much. Maybe that's why I'm like so connected with the vibes or so in tune with the energy there. I'm not sure, but I what I am sure of is that California calls me and I'm going. So. I don't know. I'm a little divided, but um yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm trying to hear that the Snoop Jay-Z thing like I hope that that really does manifest that that really does come to pass because i'm trying to like i'm definitely gonna be in on that i don't know y'all let me know who you with hashtag west coast hashtag east coast who you with i don't know okay what else um what have i been watching y'all i really don't get to watch tv that often and when i do i don't even really be knowing what to watch for real um what i did watch most recently was the the i guess like the first half of the reunion of the real housewives of atlanta and let me tell you something i'm just sick i am just sick and tired i am sick and tired of being sick and tired of seeing black women scream at each other on tv like this is just enough is enough like come on like it's 2020 and yeah 2020 has been bullshit 2020 has definitely been some trash as a year (laughs) already we ain't even halfway through the year yet like we just barely making it to halfway through the year And, and already like everybody is like throw the whole year away right but still like how long are we gonna do this how long are we going to do this how long are we going to go on national television and make fools of ourselves by like screaming at each other back and forth and degrading each other just just tearing each other completely down like it's just so nasty it's just so messy it's just so trashy i just i don't know and i mean i like i like a good like you know funny like i you know what's interesting y'all like i i was about to say like i like a good like you know ratchet tv kind of like thing or whatever but i'm finding that like these days i'm really not i really don't I really don't like I'm really not that interested in ratchet tv anymore I used to be I'm not gonna front and I mean no no shade no tea if you still are right if that's your judge then hey it is what it is right but I'm just not I just, I'm finding that I'm changing um could it be growth possibly I hope so seems that way so i'm gonna go ahead and just accept it (laughs) that it is that it's growth right like those things are just not resonating with my spirit anymore those things are just not like that energy is just like it just don't sit well with me anymore i just kind of be like making me sick to my stomach the whole time that i'm watching it um yeah i don't know i don't know if i can do ratchet tv anymore maybe it's because i don't watch tv as much anymore um and maybe I've just kind of like detoxed myself from it I don't know um but it's interesting and when I was watching it I was just kind of like feeling like sick like ew like why 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 this is just not cute and it is not like the it's not the the norm of black women and I'm just tired of like seeing black women portrayed like that on in in media. Like I'm just I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of it. I really am. Like even like the show um there was another there's another show that's um by Tyler Perry and no shade no tea to Tyler Perry. He's good at what he does, right? And he has like literally built an empire. So clearly he knows what he's doing right but there's a show called sisters and <laughs> one of my one of my best best girlfriends my sister friend because she literally is like my sister like she's like I don't even introduce her as my friend anymore to people I just say oh yeah this is my sister Um, I will not say her name <laughs> just in case i don't want her to get mad at me but she already knows how i feel about this show and my mama feel the same way about this show like it is just it's just so bad like the show is so bad i don't know if it's the acting it could be a little bit of the acting but the just like the way that it's written is horrible like why do they always scream at each other why it's always like Danny but why you know like why does that have to be the shot like I I just it's so annoying and then my friend my sister friend she'll be like oh did you watch sisters this week and such and such or did you catch up on sisters and I'm looking at her like girl no you know I didn't and you know why I didn't because the show was annoying I can't do all <laughs> that screaming I can't do all that screaming all show like the entire show like literally I don't know who if any of y'all have ever watched it you know I mean if you've never watched it like the entire show is just like screaming back and forth and it's just it's just too much it's just too much like i'm and and again but again right it goes back to the way that black black women are portrayed in media and i'm just like that is not who we are like why and we just continue to like take on these roles and we continue to just like perpetuate the stereotypes of angry black woman like we we don't all act like that. And yes, we do get angry, right? Because we are human and we have every right to feel every range of being human and human emotions that come, right? Which anger is one of them. So we have every right to experience our anger the way that we experience our anger. We don't tell white women how to experience their anger. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, not going to go off on that tangent. Okay, let's bring it back. So, yeah, sister's horrible. Um, (laughs) I I promise y'all I'm not going to just be bashing. Because I'm always rooting for all things black. Like I am. I'm always rooting for all things black. However, however, I cannot root for Just the things that are like black nonsense like come on do better my people do better do better i don't like it i don't like it i mean i still want to see y'all win i want to see all black people win i want to see all all of my melanated brothers and sisters. I want to see all of us win. All of y'all win. But I'm just like I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of the back and forth screaming at each other. Degrading each other. Tearing each other down. I'm sick and tired of the sitcoms being of angry black women. Like I'm tired of it. Like the I, one of the shows that I did follow that I absolutely love is 20s. That was a pretty dope show. Like I like that show it was really good i don't know if you know if you guys have seen it or not if you haven't go ahead and check it out um the 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 season is over i think this was like the pilot season maybe um so the season is over now and and i am hoping and praying to god that they come back because i loved it i loved that 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 uh little series or whatever anyway um, let's see, what else? My mom and my sister friend, <laughs> they decided to watch the, I guess, spinoff of Sisters, which is also created by Tyler Perry. It's called Brother or Brothers or something like that. Bruh. I don't, I don't even know. Look, I'm probably telling y'all the wrong information. I'm sorry. It's called something to the effect of Brothers or Brother or Bruh something like that (laughs) look it up shoot that's what google is for google gonna tell you what it is so anyway that show they decided to watch that show after seeing how horrible well my mom knows how horrible sisters is my sister friend she loves it but after seeing how horrible sisters was my mom still decided to try and watch that show (laughs) And that one clearly is even worse. I have not tried to watch it because I just can't. I just can't even bring myself to try. Like, I just can't. But, because I can only imagine what it's going to be just based on what sisters is. I just can only imagine. But my mom attempted to watch it. My sister friend also attempted to watch it. They both thought that it was horrible. So... I don't know maybe i will try to watch one episode this week maybe and let y'all know and let y'all know what the thought is on it next week uh yeah i don't know so um moving on hey guys if you decide um that you like what you hear during this episode or any other episode please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, and make sure you leave a review. You know, let me know, let me let me see the love, let me feel the love. And if you have any ideas, or if you have any things that um, topics that you would like to hear on the show, then go ahead and and or if you would like to come on the show as a guest, because I'm always open to having guests, especially um, I guess after COVID nineteen and this whole thing kind of like blows over. Um, definitely hit me up um you can hit me up on instagram you can hit me up on facebook um, or you can also email me and i'll be sure to leave all of that information at the end of the show um as to where you can find me and how you can hit me up and let's um set it up and you know give me the details i mean give me the topics that you guys would like to hear okay anyway back to the show A couple announcements before we actually get into the topic for today. So, Vibes Yoga, shout out to Vibes Yoga and the Vibes Tribe. What up, y'all? vibes yoga continues the chakra series this week so last saturday we flowed through the sacral chakra and we learned all about that and then this saturday we will be flowing through the solar plexus chakra so if you have not been to the series this is what you are missing you are missing good juju all around okay (laughs) you are missing being a part of the vibes tribe which is a tribe you are missing being a part of a family you are missing um chakra meditations and learning about chakras learning about chakras um in general also learning about each specific chakra in more detail Um, you are missing the meditations that go along with that chakra and learning about um, i mean using meditation to open up or to balance or to bring that chakra in harmony and to connect with that chakra you are missing um, asanas which are poses on the mat that also help to bring that chakra in line or in harmony or um, imbalance with the other chakras and you are missing weekly reflection questions which help you to be able to continue to reflect on that chakra throughout the week and continue your chakra work off the mat because why yoga is a lifestyle it is not just the posture postures or the asanas that we do on the mat it is the things that we take with us off the mat in the way that we carry ourselves and the way that we are um, responsible for our energy as we go out into the world so these are the things that you're you're missing a lot boo boo so come on join us this saturday at 10 a.m eastern standard time all of the vibes classes are virtual as we continue to be responsible and practice social distancing no matter what your stupid president says okay Classes are only $10, and you can register for class at www.honeycombco.net. Boo-boo. Also, June sales are coming. We... another week closer to June sales baby okay so June the honeycomb collective has June sales in honor of PTSD awareness month there will be 20% off of all amethyst items and you can um, check out what how amethyst is beneficial um, with regard to trauma on the website um in celebration of pride and love there will be 20 percent off of all rose quartz items all month as rose quartz is the crystal or the stone of love and for father's day there will be 30 percent off select items starting june 12th so pride the pride sale and the ptsd sale both start june 1st And the Father's Day sale starts June 12th. So make sure you go on to www.honeycombco.net and snag all of your items. Okay. So, going into um, transitioning into the topic, okay? I don't have to tell you guys that I'm transitioning, but this is really weird for me, like, still. And I've done a few episodes solo, but this is really weird, doing these episodes solo. And I'm still trying to figure out how to transition. So, you know, just bear with us, because I'm not really a pro at this, right? But I love doing it. So, and clearly, you guys love listening. So, thanks for listening. (laughs) Okay. So, topic. Um so here recently I have been I, I don't know, it's been re- really kind of weird because I've been like drawing um hurt people to me um energetically and specifically those who are grieving and it is very possible that the reason why these people have been drawn to me energetically is because, um, I too have been going through my own grieving process. Um, and so, you know, today we're just going to talk a little bit about grief and the grieving process. Um, it's important for people to understand that grief is a natural response to loss. And most people, um, associate grief to the loss of a loved one. Um, and that's off that is often the most I guess like intense um, intense like experience of grief. Um, but it is not like the only it's not the only time that we grieve, right it, It's important to know that any loss can cause grief. And so that could be um, a divorce or loss of a relationship, right? Um, that could be loss of health for yourself or for a loved one. So if you once were a very healthy person, very spry and upbeat and, you know, had the activity of your limbs and, you know, could come and go as you please and do things for yourself and was very self-sufficient and independent. And now you have lost that, right? Because of your health, then yeah, that will cause you agree, you know, that would cause you. That could cause some grief right um if you you know if a loved one conversely if a loved one experienced that same thing right maybe you are used to your grandmother be you know being a certain way right she's the matriarch of the family maybe you're used to her being able to like get up and cook sunday dinners um or you know do specific things um that she used to do and now she can't do those things because something drastic has happened with her health then you know yes that would although she may not have passed right she's different now and so yeah you might be grieving that as well um Uh, uh, what else grieving the loss of, um, a job or losing financial stability, right? Um, a miscarriage, obviously, um, retirement. I think like people don't even understand or, or I guess maybe not understand. Maybe it's not the right word, but people don't really even like acknowledge or think about the fact that like when people, when folks retire, like they have to grieve they have to grieve the loss of getting up and going to work and that sounds really crazy right for those of us who continue to go to a nine-to-five room for those of us who even have the luxury right now because it's a luxury right now to even have a job going through COVID-19 right um so even that right so even that losing your job due to COVID-19 like people are grieving because of that um but yeah going going into retirement so losing that like um that daily routine of getting up to get dressed and go to work and having like some sense of like purpose right because for a lot of people like going to work and their job like gives them a sense of purpose and so losing that right which is something that is intangible like purpose you can't necessarily touch it or you know um that can cause grief you know um selling a family home Or the loss of feelings of safety after a trauma. So if you have experienced some type of traumatic event, right? And to be clear, trauma is, it is, um, it is, it is whatever you say it is, right? Something that is traumatic for me may not be traumatic for somebody else, you know, per se, right and something that is traumatic for that person may not be traumatic for me right but trauma is whatever you say it is if you have an experience that is traumatic for you then it is trauma so you know the loss of feeling safe due to a traumatic experience will cause grief um the loss of hopes and dreams um I think I mentioned that in an episode maybe a couple episodes back right but the loss of hopes and dreams which again is something that is like not tangible people can't necessarily see it but you know if you've lost it you know due to a maybe a situation that did not go the way that you intended for it to go right um And so that can also cause grief. Um, Loss is personal to you, right? So basically, with all that I said, it just means that loss is personal to you. You know, there can be subtle losses, um, like um, moving away from home, or graduating from college, right? Um, That those things don't necessarily seem like a loss to somebody on the outside like oh okay yeah you moved out of your parents house like you should be happy about that right that's an accomplishment or you graduated from college and now you are you know moving off of the campus because you're not a student anymore like you should be happy about that that's an accomplishment well yeah and there is room to also be proud of your accomplishment as well as grieve what you feel like you're losing right you're literally losing a, a, a piece of your life your life is changing right you are moving from one chapter to another and so um yeah and so that could cause grief as well um so if the person plays animal because of death the a death of a pet right could also cause some grief some people people who i guess don't own pets or have never had a pet they be like what? okay the dog died so what but your dog literally becomes a part of your family like my sister's dog who is the family's dog but she's my sister's dog um you know when we all live together you know, she she literally became a part of our family and she's like the first pet that we really had. Well, let me see. I had a goldfish when I was a kid. <laughs> I had a goldfish. The goldfish name was Tweety Bird, y'all. Why I would ever name the goldfish Tweety Bird, I don't don't ask. But I loved Tweety and that was the goldfish name and it was a carnival carnival fish. And, but my little carnival fish lasted a long time while it was in the bowl. Like it was in like a, like a regular bowl, y'all, like a bowl that you eat out of. And it lasted so long in that little bowl. And then as soon as we put it in the, um, we actually got a little fish tank for it and put it in the fish tank and I joined that in like three days. I was sad, (laughs) I was sad, you know, but I wasn't really that attached to the goldfish, um, I didn't feel like the goldfish was a part of my family. So maybe, you know, I don't know. I just wasn't that attached. However, Brooklyn, who is our dog, who we've had for about like 10 or 11 years now, she is a part of our family. She is a part of our family structure. Like literally at Christmas time, when my mom is hanging Christmas stockings on her um, fireplace, Brooklyn has one. And Brooklyn gets, like, little dog bones and stuff in, in her Christmas stocking. <laughs> like, she is a part of our family. And if something were to happen to her, like, we, I, th- I feel like we all would grieve that loss, you know? Um, so, yeah, if the person, the place, the animal, or the thing was significant to you, and I say thing because that's, like, those, like, intangibles, right? Um, if it was significant to you then it is normal to grieve the loss of it and that is okay like we have to get to a point where we even just allow grief to be okay you know um there is no normal time frame for grieving it just takes time right um yeah it just takes time there's no normal time frame for it so i know the question is always like well, how long how long am i gonna feel like this how long is this gonna last you know it's just it's 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 just it's custom made for you just i you know, i know that that doesn't sound good it doesn't it probably and it doesn't even feel good coming out of my mouth but it just it is what it is it's custom made um There is no time frame. There is no timetable. Like there is no like normal, like, oh, normal people grieve for about a year and then they feel better. Like, no, it's however long you need to grieve emotionally. Um, that's just what it is. Um, let me tell you what is not, uh, true, right? So it is not true. That it'll go away faster if you ignore it or if you ignore the pain, right? Trying to ignore it or trying to like keep it from surfacing will only make it worse in the long run. Trying to suppress it, trying to like sweep the dirt under the rug, so to speak, does not make the dirt go away. And eventually, the more you sweep the dirt under the rug, Eventually, you're either going to start to see the rug bulge or you're going to start to see the dirt seep from out of the corners of the rug. So, you know, no, it won't go away faster if you ignore it or if you try to suppress it, it just won't. Um, It is not important to, quote, be strong through the pain. It is not important to be strong through the pain if you feel sad or you feel afraid or you feel lonely those are normal reactions to loss right if you need to cry that is normal you don't have to try to put on a brave face you don't have to try to like put on a mask and when people say oh be strong be strong Uh, okay you know they don't know they don't really they may not really know what they're saying so just kind of like let it let it fly over your head you do not have to be strong in the face of loss like you just you don't um crying does not make you weak again crying does not make you weak. And conversely, if you don't cry, that does not mean that you did not care about the loss. Crying is definitely a normal response to sadness, but it is not the only response to sadness. And people who don't cry may feel pain, I'm sure, um, just as deeply as others. So just because you have a different way of showing your pain, and maybe crying you know it's not the thing that your body needs to do or that you um or you know just not the response that you had that's okay it doesn't mean that you know that you cared about the loss any less and it's important for other people to know that it doesn't mean that you care about the loss any less um grieving um what is not true again is that that there is a time frame so grieving should last about a year like people I I don't know why people give it this time like they give it like this generic like oh yeah it's gonna last about a year I don't know why I hear that or why I feel like I hear that often but that's not true (laughs) it's not true I'm dispelling the myth it's not true uh it takes the 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 length of time it differs from person to person It, it depends on the situation it depends on you know what the thing was it depends on how attached to the thing the person the animal you know you were um how attached to that you were it it just it just depends it's so custom made that like nobody could ever say, oh yeah, in a year, just give it a year, you're gonna feel better. Give it six months, you gonna you gonna it's gonna go away. Give it two months, it's gonna go away. Like nobody can say that, nobody. So some people try to give you a time frame. Yeah, I know that we like to like you know we are programmed, and I actually put this on a post earlier today. We are programmed to like want to move so quickly through our healing process and and we're programmed to even think that it's gonna be pretty like healing ain't pretty healing is not pretty through grief and loss through anything else like it is healing is never pretty it always looks like rough man it looks like that ugly cry i know y'all know what i'm talking about with that ugly cry like you get that good, ugly cry going, but see, that's when you got the most, <laughs> that's when the best healing comes, when you get that good, ugly cry going, right, but, all right, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm being serious, but at the same time, like, you know, healing is definitely, it's, it's not a pretty thing, um, you know, it, it it's healing, um, which doesn't feel good, And most things that don't feel good are not usually pretty things, right? So, all right, I'm gonna leave that there. Uh, What's another thing that is not true? Moving on with your life means forgetting about your loss. That is not true. Um, Moving on just means that you've accepted your loss. But that's not the same as forgetting. So you can move on with your life and keep the memory of someone or something that you lost as an important part of you. Actually, as we move through life, these memories become more and more integral to defining the people that we are. So like these these experiences or this experience of loss literally becomes like a part of you right now it can become it can take you to like lows and you can become a a low vibrating person or it it can grow you and you can become a higher vibrating person right um it's about choice it is about choice at, at to some to some extent right now um obviously like during grief like i mean you're gonna grieve you're gonna feel what you're going to feel right but um as you heal through the process um then you have a choice you have choices you have the choice to uh, go right or left right okay and i'll leave that there because that's that could be a whole different you know podcast um In and of itself. Okay, so the five stages, what are the five stages of grief? Well, you know, what does it look like? Well, what are the five stages? And then what do the five stages look like, right? So the five stages are, well, the first one, excuse me, is denial. So denial kind of sounds like um, this isn't happening to me. Or this can't be happening to me. Like that kind of like initial like shock right um yeah it's like that initial shock um and then the second stage or another stage rather right because these stages is important to know that like these stages you don't always go through every single stage and you don't always go through them in like quote unquote order so they're really you know so just know that um anger looks like why or it sounds like why is this happening to me or or who is to blame right so that's when you are um looking for someone to blame um then you have bargaining and so bargaining sounds like make this happen and in return I will dot 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 or god if you do this I will never blank again right um another stage is depression where it sounds like i'm too sad to do anything and i just want to isolate and then the final stage is usually a, is acceptance and that sounds like i'm at peace with what happened again you don't have to go through every stage to heal um in fact you know not everyone goes through every stage um and that's okay. Uh, again, like the healing is custom made. The grief is custom made. It's just depends on the person. Um, grief can feel like a roller coaster as you might experience a stage more than once, you know? So you might not touch every stage and then some people will touch some stages more than once. Um, it's not, again, it's not like a, like, okay, I hit I hit denial, next I'm going to hit anger, and then it's going to be bargaining, and then I'm going to be depression, and then, oh God, I'm, then I'm going to be acceptance, and I'm going to be good to go, and I'm healed. It just does not work that way. You can be in denial, jump straight to bargaining, then slide to anger, and then go back to denial again, <laughs> and then go into depression and get to some acceptance, and no, I'm not completely there yet. And go right back to anger, like it just—it feels like a roller coaster. It feels like an emotional roller coaster. And even years after whatever the event is, you could still be triggered, like on an anniversary date, or um, even during like special, um, special events. So like the birth of a child, or during a wedding. Um, These things can trigger you even still. So like you can be like years removed from the event and then um, have one of these special events happen, even in either in your life or in someone else's life. And then it triggers, it triggers the grief again. And now you are possibly touching one of those stages again. I mean, that's just, uh, it's a sticky thing. Um, Yeah. Um. yeah we all experience loss in personal ways and but right so it is personal but many of us share the same symptoms and so some of the emotional symptoms of grief are shocking disbelief so again that kind of like correlates with that denial Um, stage where right after the loss it's hard to accept what happened Um, you might feel numb or you might have trouble believing that the loss really happened um, or even deny the truth so like if a loved one has passed you might be expecting them to show up even though you know that they're gone like you might wait for them by the door expecting them to walk through the door even though you know that they've passed. Um another symptom is, is sadness obviously. So profound sadness um is probably like the most universal experience um in regard to grief and It can bring on some pretty strong feelings in and of itself, like, you know, that stem from sadness, like emptiness or despair or yearning or like deep loneliness. Um, And there may be a lot of crying and feeling just like emotionally unstable, um, involved with that. Another symptom is grief, I'm sorry, is guilt, um, where you might regret or feel guilty about things that you did or did not say or do um, while you were in a situation or while you had a person's presence um, or an animal while you had the animal or whatever the case might be. Um, You might even feel guilty about certain feelings, right? So like when a loved one has been sick for a very long time or has had A a difficult illness for a long time, and then they pass. You might feel relieved that they that they have passed, Um, maybe because of the stress of seeing them sick, um, or even just you know the emotional toll that comes with with caring for a sick love a sick loved one, and so you might feel relief when a person passes, and and then feel guilty because of that. Um. Or you might feel a person might feel um, guilty after someone passes for not like doing something to prevent the death, even if they've done everything that they could do to try and prevent the death. If like a loved one was sick or something like that. So that's guilt. Um, Another symptom is anger. So even if the loss was like nobody's fault. We usually still feel angry and resentful and we try to find something or someone to blame that on. And a lot of times we end up blaming, we get, we get upset, um, we get angry and we end up blaming it on the loved one, the person that passed we might um, be angry with ourselves we definitely a lot of the times i don't want to say definitely we a lot of the times express our anger toward god or whoever our higher power is our source energy is our source power is um we we might become angry with the doctors right um if it was someone who was sick and they passed And we just like, we we feel the need in anger. We we feel the need to blame someone for, um, for this event, for the passing of our, of our loved one, right? Um, if someone has passed, we feel the need to blame someone for the injustice that was done to us, um, in our anger, if we've experienced, had a different experience, um, And then another symptom is fear. And so significant loss can trigger like a whole host of worries and fears, which also stem directly to um, being anxious or feeling helpless or feeling insecure. Uh, People may even experience panic attacks from the fear, right? Um, Someone's passing can trigger fears about our own mortality um, and facing life without that person and definitely the responsibilities that uh, someone may have to face alone now, you know, without whomever it is that has passed. So like if it was a parent that passed or, you know, um, someone who was just very close and shared a lot, shared responsibilities with you, maybe a spouse or a partner, then, you know, that, that would bring up some fears, right, as well. Um, So some, so another thing, though, is that grief, it's important to note that grief is not exclusive to emotions, and our body physically responds to grief as well your body so if you guys have not read um the body keeps a score that's a really good book it's it's about trauma but i mean grief and loss can also be very traumatic for some folks but um the body actually responds to grief as well and so you may feel things like fatigue or nausea um lowered um, immunity right so you might end up getting sick more often um weight loss or weight gains or like fluctuations in your weight and that's usually because of your appetite um some people stress eat where they eat a lot some people don't eat at all when they get stressed um and what else aches and pains just you know general aches and pains in your body and insomnia that's a big one right where people um are not sleeping Um, they don't get a lot of good sleep when they are, have experienced grief. And it's, you know, usually because at night when you are trying to lay down and, and shut your brain off, your brain is like running rampant and probably thinking about the person or thinking about the situation or thinking about like, you know, whatever, what the animal, whatever it was. Right. Um, and so that's one that, that people often experience, um, It's important to deal, you know, deal with your grieving process, right? You want to acknowledge your pain, accept that grief can be a trigger for many different and unexpected emotions. Um, Understand that your grieving process will be unique to you and that no one can can really tell you how to grieve or how long you will be grieving these I know this is an answer that we again that we try to seek out right like how long is this going to last because it doesn't feel good and we want to get through it but no one can really give you that answer um and so it might be best to to stay away from even you know trying to seek that answer it's okay to, to you know to possibly like um, ask that question in like venting right I'm trying to I'm processing in my own head and it, and I need to just say aloud like, how long is this going to last right um, but in regard to like seeking an answer it's probably best to stay away from that because someone might give you an answer okay well you know six months down and you know you should be good and then six months gets that gets comes up and you're not now what you know you're faced with even more disappointment and now that's something in addition to what you were already grieving now you have to possibly grieve the loss and the hope the the loss of hope that you were going to not be grieving when that six months came up so you know it's probably best to stay away from seeking that that kind of answer what you can seek out is face-to-face support from people who care about you Um, You can support yourself emotionally by taking care of yourself physically and you can recognize the difference between grief and depression. Um, That's something that you know that you have to know when seeking out support for grief. um, You know, understand that your friends and family may not necessarily know how to support you or how to rather how to comfort you. And they may feel weird and awkward or guilty for that, right? Don't retreat. Do not retreat, you know, just because um, they might not have like all of the answers or they might not have eloquent words. You don't necessarily have to, you can literally tell your family and your friends, hey, I don't want to talk about this. I just want to be in, I just want to have company, right? Right. Um, it's okay to do that because not everyone has the words, not everyone knows what to say and not everyone, you know, and with good intention, people will say things, but it's just not the right thing. I've know that I've had that happen to me a few times within the last couple months of me, you know, grieving, having my own grieving process, um, Where, you know, friends and family have, you know, they've attempted to comfort me. And I know that it is um, with good intention and in good faith, but it just wasn't the right things to say. Um, And then also, I think also being a mental health clinician makes me analyze it even deeper than somebody who is not. So I'm just like, really, bro? Like, no. (laughs) you know but um it's okay to just be like you know hey I just want some company like I don't want to talk about what I'm grieving through or whatever I don't want to talk about that I just want I just want your company like that's good that is okay and even if you don't necessarily want the company it at some point is is good to be around the company of people who love you who care about you who want to support you who want you to you know um be healthy mentally and emotionally so try your best not to retreat try your best not to isolate um yeah uh take good care of yourself guys face your feelings um you can try to suppress your grief but you cannot avoid it forever And in order to heal, you have to acknowledge the pain. Trying to avoid feelings of sadness and loss only prolong the grieving process. And unresolved grief can also lead to complications like depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and physical health problems. So face your feelings. Um, Express your feelings in tangible ways. So that might be... Writing in a journal, um, maybe writing a letter or making a scrapbook or making a photo album, um, getting involved in a cause, right? So maybe if you lost a loved one to cancer, um, then maybe like getting involved in a cause around, you know, centered around cancer, or if you recently lost a relationship due to domestic violence, then maybe getting involved in a cause that, you know, surrounds domestic violence that, that is it with regard to, um, supporting those who have survived through domestic violence. Um, you know, so try to express your feelings in tangible ways or like creative ways. Um, try to maintain your hobbies and your interests. So, understanding that there is comfort and routine um, and getting back to activities that bring you joy and connect you closer to others can help you come to terms with your loss and aid in the grieving process. So attempt to like hold on to your hobbies and um, your interests and the things that interest you. Um, Try to like stay connected with those things. Um, Try to plan ahead for grief triggers like anniversaries, holidays um, and milestones, because those things can definitely awaken memories and feelings. Um, And so you want to try to like plan ahead. You want to try to be with other people, maybe not be by yourself. Again, not isolating. You want to talk to your relatives or your friends ahead of time um to just you know try to strategize right with your with your friends and your family um look after your physical health most definitely you have to mind your body and the mind body connection um and you have to nourish yourself it's easy for us when we are grieving to slip into like you know especially those of us who Well, those of us who stress eat and those of us who don't like necessarily eat because we are stressed, right? It's easy to slip into not adequately nourishing yourself. So eating junk foods and, you know, I'm going to just grab this. I'm going to just drink this right here right quick or whatever case might be, you know, but not necessarily having like full meals um, and having healthy meals. So make sure that you are looking after your physical health. Um, If you take any type of medication for physical ailments, you want to make sure that you are attempting to stay um, current with those things that you're not letting those things fall by the wayside Um, and that you are getting some physical activity as well because physical movement increases endorphins throughout the body um, and endorphins increase mood. So. You want to try to get some physical movement, whether it's, you know, taking a walk or and then building up to taking a light jog to then running, right? Or maybe then going to a workout class or going to a yoga class. Shameless plug for vibes yoga. So, um, yeah, you want to make sure that you're taking care of your physical health. And then lastly, but most importantly, don't let anyone tell you how to feel and don't tell yourself how to feel, right? If your grief is your own. So no one can tell you, oh girl, you've been grieving that too long. Or, oh man, come on, you got to get over it. You know, move on. Nobody can tell you that. And and you should not um, overly, yes, you should challenge yourself, right? But you should not like overly push yourself to just like, again rush through your healing process allow your healing process to be what it is and allow yourself to heal completely. Allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you are feeling without embarrassment and without judgment. It is okay to be angry. It is okay to yell at the heavens if you need to. It is okay to cry or not cry. It is okay to laugh. It is okay to find joy. It is okay to let go when you are ready to let go. It is with your timing So don't let anyone tell you how to feel and don't push yourself past where you are, be where you are, learn through where you are and heal and grow through where you are. And uh, most importantly, contact a grief counselor or a professional therapist, especially if you feel like life isn't worth living. If you wish you had died with your loved one, if someone passed, um, if you blame yourself for the loss uh, or or for the failing to prevent the loss, um, if you feel numb and disconnected from others for more than a few weeks, if you are having difficulty trusting others since your loss, and if you are unable to perform your normal daily activities, and so if you are feeling um specifically if you are feeling suicidal, if you are having suicidal ideations or planning for suicide attempts, then definitely please, 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 please get the help of a um of a licensed mental health clinician and um take good care of yourself. It is so important to do that. Um your your life is valued, you are valuable. And people need you here. If you are still here, it is because you have purpose. And only you can complete that purpose. Only you can fulfill that purpose. And I know that when we are grieving, it does not feel like we have purpose. It does not feel like, and if, you know, it's kind of like to hell with that purpose. I don't care, right? But it is, but you are needed. And you are appreciated. And you are valued. And you are loved and and so we i would want and we all would want your family and friends would want for you to seek help if that is something that you are experiencing and so i pray that this um, episode helps whomever it needs to help and i pray that you all are able to move through your grieving process um the way that god intends for you to move through it and i hope that i hope and pray that you guys are um that you guys are attempting to heal through it and that you when you come through the other side that you are able to look back and see your growth through it okay all right y'all this episode has gotten super long sorry about that but had to get all of that out so with that being said peace kings and queens stay magical You've been listening to the Honeycomb Collective podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you have topic ideas or would like to be a guest on the show, please contact me, your host, on Instagram at THEE Honeycomb Co or via email at Hello Honeycomb Collective at gmail.com. This podcast is an independent podcast brought to you by your host, Brittany Harris, with special thanks to Vibes Yoga, Beeswax Beauty, No Sense Productions, and most importantly, you, the collective. Peace and blessings.